This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Mike Slater, Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. I want to talk about fake news. Um, So from now on, I'm going to call a lot of things fake news because most of the news you read is fake news. New York Times headline, front page, front page, New York Times, a couple days ago. Rising seas turn coastal houses into a gamble. And that article, obviously, is going to be about global warming, right? Rising sea levels. And the first paragraph makes it seem as if it's about global warming. But the article is not about global warming at all. It's about how uh, Congress is changing a law that would basically end different flood insurance subsidies for people who live on the coast in case there's a storm and, and whatnot, right? Front page of the New York Times. Is basically a fake. It's like it's clickbait. I mean, that's like that's a clickbait headline, making you think it's about climate change and it's not. It's about some boring congressional thing. I mean, that's isn't that fake? Isn't that a fake news story? I mean, it's like seventy five percent fake. Like I don't like what. Or how about this? Ohio State, the the terrorist attack the other day, right? This is from the Somali refugee who lived in Pakistan before here and all this stuff. While it was going on. The lieutenant governor of California, Gavin Newsom, who is the worst, and he's going to be our governor one day, he tweeted out, we cannot let an average of one school shooting a week be the normal in America. Too many lives are at stake. The almost vice president of the United States, Tim Kaine, said deeply saddened by the senseless act of gun violence at Ohio State this morning. Vox, the website, America's gun problem explained in 18 charts. And there's plenty of more examples. But, I mean, that's... That's fake news, isn't it? I mean, I know it's Twitter, but these are pretty high-profile people talking about gun violence uh, during a knife attack. <laughs> I mean, it ended with someone with a gun, but... I mean, th- that's that's fake news. I mean, people are going to read that and then assume there was another gun. Uh, it was a gun-involved thing. That's fake news. I haven't checked their Twitter accounts to see if they've corrected them. Probably just deleted it. That's fake news. Or to bring it back to Castro, who we talked about in the first hour. I mean, that's the ultimate fake news. People talking about how much he did for literacy and healthcare in Cuba. What a joke. Andrea Mitchell is the NBC News foreign correspondent. How she got that gig, I have no idea. But if there's a foreign policy issue, NBC calls up Andrea Mitchell. She is the expert. And she's on the air talking about how wonderful healthcare is in Cuba. Like, that's fake news. (laughs) It's not true. So what is it? It's fake news on MSNBC. I mean, all these New York Times, it's all fake news. So now this is pushed like 
I don't know, ban fake news or something. Remember last week we told a story about Benjamin Franklin. He was a, he, he often frequented in fake news. Fake news is nothing new. There's nothing you can do to stop it. The only thing you can do is know when you encounter it and ignore it. And we are not good at that. Stanford University just released the results of a study. They had 8,000 middle, high school, and college students and uh, asked a couple different questions. I want to run through a few of these different scenarios. In one scenario, they, it was, they gave them basically a website that was like a Huffington Post right, or a Blaze with, with a couple different stories. And one of the stories was a sponsored story. And it said at the top, sponsored by Bank of America. Right? And sponsored post. And the article was about financial planning help. Two-thirds of middle schoolers saw no reason to not believe the trustworthiness of the sponsored news story, which isn't a real story. I mean, it's fake news. It's an ad, right? So two, two-thirds of people thought it was news or a regular article. Two-thirds of middle schoolers, middle schoolers. But I'm going to build up to the fact that adults are not better. Two-thirds of middle schoolers did not recognize sponsored post and what that means. Now let's go to high school. High schoolers were given a story about, or not a story, excuse me, a picture of a deformed daisy, the flower. So the flower, instead of a yellow center that was a circle, it was a long oval. It looked looked deformed, right? And the headline was, Fukushima Nuclear Flowers. So the claim here is that the radiation from the nuclear power plant caused the flowers to be deformed. And that's all that was given. Picture, headline. Four in 10 high schoolers concluded, yep, that's enough evidence for me. There was no source of the photo. So there's no proof that it was even taken near the Fukushima plant. No story. No evidence that radiation caused the deformity in any way. Nothing. But 40% of high schoolers are like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. The radiation from the nuclear power plant caused these flowers to be deformed. And then they go off into what other conclusion they want about nuclear energy from there. Without any evidence whatsoever. Now, if you Google nuclear flowers, the first site that comes up is a weather.com story. And the headline is mutant flowers from Japan's Fukushima nuclear disaster. When there wasn't a disaster, but Japan's Fukushima nuclear disaster go viral. Which is, at best, a nothing headline. Because the headline's not about the truth of the story. It's about how a false story went viral. Like, it's about the viralness of a story. As if that's newsworthy. Do you know what I mean? So weather.com is just a giant clickbait thing. So if you did any research at all, it turns out that that's a pretty common mutation in daisies. It happens all over the world. It's called fasciation. It's very common and has nothing to do with radiation whatsoever. That picture did happen to be taken in Japan, but I can show you plenty of other pictures from all around the world that have the same fasciation mutation. Pretty common. So the point is, kids have no discernment abilities. Still today, I mean, they've grown up on the internet. They still have no discernment abilities about what they read online, whether it's a sponsored post or uh, a picture of something that leads you to a conclusion without any evidence whatsoever. I'll give you one more uh, point from the study, and then uh, I'll take a break. We'll come to the conclusion. High schoolers were given four tweets 
I'll just do three. The fourth one doesn't really matter. Three tweets about the police chief of Ferguson resigning. The first tweet was from uh, someone with a Twitter handle, the subject. And they wrote Ferguson police chief resigns exclamation point hashtag shut it down with a picture of the police chief at a press conference from a couple days earlier. Second uh, tweet from Lisa Bloom. Police chief steps down to be replaced by an interim chief on the same department that the DOJ found is ridiculed with racial bias, or riddled with racial bias. It's tweet two. Tweet number three, NPR. Ferguson's chief res- resignation is effective March 19th. And then a link to the story. And then there's a fourth tweet that doesn't matter. doesn't affect what we're doing. So students looked at that and they were asked, which of the three tweets is the most trustworthy? So I'll ask you, which of those three tweets do you find most trustworthy? The first one, again, Ferguson police chief resigns, hashtag shut it down. The second one, Lisa Bloom, police chief steps down to be replaced by an interim chief of the same department that the DOG, DOJ found is riddled with racial bias. Our number three story from NPR, Ferguson's chief resignation effective March 19th with a story, which is the most trustworthy of those. Do you want to know what these uh, students said? They said the first one. Why? Because it had a picture. That's it. Even though it's from an obvious activist's account. I mean, it has the hashtag shut it down. But just because it had a picture made it more trustworthy. I mean, that that's what we're basing. I mean, that, that's how we're... We haven't taught our kids, is a better way of putting it. We haven't taught our kids how to discern, which means they're f- trying to think of ways to discern. They're coming up with ways themselves. And the best thing they could come up with, oh, that one must be more trustworthy because there's a picture. Now, we can bring this to any topic you want. If kids today have such, well, if adults, if, it, if people today have such little ability to discern real from fake, is there any way that people would be skeptical of, claims made about climate change of course not they're not raised to be skeptical which is wild because science is all about being skeptical of dogma we'll bring it back to what we talked about in the last hour you got all these uh, people in the media saying oh well uh, Castro did great things for literacy and infant mortality and everyone's like oh okay no (laughs) be skeptical of that because you'll find out soon that that's entirely not true and if you think about it for one second there's no way that could be true but so little, so people are just like, oh, someone said it on TV. Therefore, I trust it. Come on. Is there any chance that when these same students are in a classroom and they're told by their teacher that Castro was great or communism's a good thing? Or my favorite line, I love when people say, well, communism is great. It's a great idea in theory, but it's impossible to implement. I hate that. No, no, no. Communism is not a good idea in theory. Even if it was implemented according to the utopian lies of the communist leaders, even that's not a good thing. Don't even give them that inch. Communism is not a good idea, even if it were implemented properly. But anyway, the point is, we're not raising kids to have good discernment or skepticism. I want Jack, my seven-week-old, questioning everything. Every little, I want him questioning everything he reads, everything he sees on TV. Question everything. Double check, triple check. Do not trust what anyone tells you. We need that skill set. Because here's the deal. 
yes, fake news is whatever problem, whatever. and it's not even fake news. I mean, it's all fake news. That's the thing. Listen, if you've ever been quoted in a newspaper, you've experienced how fake the news is. Every newspaper article I'm quoted in, it's like, I, no, I didn't say that at all. It's not. If I'm ever interviewed anymore, first of all, I, I almost never do it. But if I am, I talk. I'm not even kidding. I talk really slowly. They'll ask me a question. I'll talk like this so that they can write down every word properly as opposed to writing in shorthand and then having to go back and kind of just fill in the blanks with whatever they want to put in. So I will answer their question as quickly as they can write it down. Because if you've been quoted... Or if you've talked to a newspaper reporter and you read the article and you're like, what? Someone has said it all. Or I'll read an article about radio and I'm like, well, that's not how that works at all. And you think, well, gosh, if they got it so wrong about radio or if they got my quote so wrong, are they getting every quote wrong? (laughs) Yeah, they are all the time. It's all fake. Question everything. So bias news, fake news, all the rest, it's a problem. But any cure for it is worse than the disease. Right? Any of like, we're going to ban fake news or like, no, 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 no. Any cure is worse than the disease. If we are to have a free marketplace of ideas, which is what we want, we have to have the skill sets of discernment and skepticism. And then thirdly, that's what I'll talk about next. Mike Slater. On the Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.